1: Whole Foods Market creates win-win partnerships with our suppliers, and we love to tell their stories. New New Chocolates in Brooklyn offers delicious and classic combination truffles and caramels, sweet, salty, some even with beer. Using single-origin cocoa beans, production takes place right in their shop on Atlantic Avenue. Come have a taste in one of our six Manhattan locations.
2: Hey, hey, we're back with another episode of Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and we're joined today by Lucas Volger from uh, Vegetarian Entrees That Won't Leave You Hungry, which just came out a couple weeks ago from the Experiment Press. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey,
3: Kathy. Thank you for having me.
2: Cool. Um, Last we checked in with you about a year ago uh, on this show was when you just came out with a book called Veggie Burgers Every Which Way. Yes. That was fun. So now you're like, boom, 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 next book. Yeah, pretty much.
3: I was, after I finished working on Veggie Burgers, I was anxious to get back in the kitchen and make something else besides Veggie Burgers. (laughs) And um, I found... I, I I wanted to just, like, let myself go, you know, whatever I feel like cooking, that's what I'm going to cook. I don't have to, like, fu- you know, when you're writing a cookbook, it's very, like, regimented that, like, the veggie burgers. I had a calendar, and I was like, <laughs> i got to make this tonight, and then this the next morning, and then this the next afternoon. And it was really nice just to go. I was, like, I kind of feel like having a frittata, yeah. or I kind of feel like making pasta. And I went with that, and I found that I was, like, making the same, like, five things over and over again. Mm. So I thought, maybe I can explore this, like, this vegetarian entree thing and uh, maximize all the different options there are. So,
2: so this freed your creative uh, juices with vegetarian cooking.
3: Yes, totally. And it just, yeah, I wanted, well, I, yeah.
2: And this is so diverse. This cookbook has, you know, noodles. I see pasta. There's soups. There's veg, uh, There's paneer. There is, wow, really Boutons. all sorts of cuisines. You have such a wide range of, like, uh you know, global cuisines. I remember from the first book and in this book too.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, it It really represents how I eat. In New York, it's so easy to like get anything. I mean, we're really lucky here, but I tried to f- take what I've learned from other cuisines and make it so it's sort of a little bit more accessible if you don't, you know, live here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there's a whole section in the beginning about what to stock your kitchen with, yeah. which is very helpful. Um, so tell me, why is it so hard for most Americans, or is it um, for most Americans to see vegetables as a main course?
3: I'm not sure. Sh- I mean, one thing I will say is I'm con, when I, I just got back from uh, promoting the book on the West Coast in Idaho, Idaho and Oregon and Washington, and then I was down in North Carolina. And I'm like constantly surprised by how many people I did not realize were vegetarians who are vegetarians. It's just like there's a, it's like a thrive. I mean, it's almost like not. It's like such not a big deal anymore. It's people just like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I I don't eat. I sometimes I'll eat fish, but I don't eat meat. It's like my aunts or like friends that I hadn't talked to in a little while, and it's, it's just like I I think it's the vegetarian thing is now sort of become a little bit more let's see, like, the die-hard component now is more, like, vegan or, or like, super locavore or raw. or So, like, the vegetarian is almost, like, the easy way out or
2: something. (laughs) Yeah, it's more mainstream.
3: I mean, I think then when, on the other side of that, that um, people who do have trouble envisioning their plate without any meat on it, it is just, like, the idea that meat is only a side dish. Mm -hmm. Or there's this, like, weird misconception that if you are eating, like, a vegetarian meal at a dinner party you're gonna have to stop at mcdonald's on the way home or something because you're not going to be full i just think that's weird because like take something like lasagna which in america we love lasagna like a vegetarian lasagna is so easy to do it's delicious and you really don't miss the meat at all you're going to be totally full it'll taste delicious i i you know it's maybe for a lot of people vegetarian stuff is not as like far out as they think it might be
2: And you're from Idaho. So did you happen to grow up a vegetarian?
3: No, not at all. I grew up eating like a chicken breast and rice aroni roni (laughs) and salad and milk. That was, uh, and that is like meat and potatoes territory for sure. I started when I was in college. Uh um, And then I was, you know, I was a strict vegetarian for five six years and then sort of when I was working at a restaurant I started to wane a little bit because like the family meal you have like so few options you know if you've worked in a restaurant it's like you get your one meal and it's like whatever they feel like cooking
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and
3: um so that's when I started to wane a little bit and now I'm at like a 90-95% vegetarian I like cook exclusively vegetarian but if I'm invited to a dinner party or family function stuff like that I just kind of go with the flow
2: yeah is that what kind of got you into cooking was because there's so few options in restaurants that were something that was... Even marginally vegetarian or um, vegetarian friendly well, I think I
3: always liked cooking i had mm-hmm. my, I liked cooking with my mom. I had a job at a bakery when I was in high school i was just i was just like being in the kitchen but mm-hmm. um for sure once you i mean when I was cooking for myself like in when I was like not living in the dorm anymore or when i was uh, just out of college. It's so much, as you know, of course, it's so much cheaper to cook for yourself. And then, and it, you know, it's like you have so much more control. You don't have to, especially when you're eating strictly vegetarian, you go to a restaurant, like the only option is like pasta with peas or something. You know, it's like not, it doesn't sound option. that good. Yeah. Or the one ravioli. Shot at a <laughs> dinner.
2: <laughs> yeah. I find a lot of friends uh, who are vegetarian have this that same frustration. And even in New York where we have so many, it seems so many options, um, meat is really still the prevailing meat and, you know. Yeah.
3: Well, there's a, like a meat thing happening in Brooklyn right now for sure. Yeah. It's like, I don't, and, and for certain. Do you eat like, meat now? Yeah, I'll eat, I'll eat meat. I was, as I was saying, like at a, if I'm invited to a dinner party or a family function, stuff mm-hmm. like that.
2: Yeah. So, um, let's see, what is your, one of your favorite, uh, recipes? I
3: love, so the, the pad Thai in there Ooh. is really good. And I'm, I've always liked pad thai and I would always ordered in um, because every time I tried making it myself, it was like this gloppy mess of like a fork and knife job, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on YouTube looking up, you know, people will go, I guess, to Thailand and they have their little cameras and they're like, you know, (laughs) pad thai is like street food. Yeah. And so they have their videos of watching people like make the pad thai. And in one of the videos, I saw this method that was like not, you know, so in a lot of recipes, you soak the noodles in like hot water. Yeah. And then you just add them to the pan and like fry them. And that never worked for me. But then in one of these videos I saw you like heat the like pad thai sauce yes. in the wok and then add the dry noodles and just like toss them until they, and add a little bit of water as they cook so that they like, they're super flavorful. Mm. And then the, the texture is perfect. They're all, you know, the noodles don't stick together that much and they're like totally saturated the flavor. It's so good. Interesting. And that, and that pad thai you... recipe, I figured out how to do it without tamarind paste and I, I, Camera can be kind of tricky. That to can track be down. hard
2: to find. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> good for you. It's funny that you can find that now on YouTube. It's Let's go around the world with cameras. Seriously,
3: now just, YouTube is an amazing resource.
2: Just have to not travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I just came back actually from from Asia, and uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about stuff like tofu. And uh, she, was, she was Taiwanese, so she's like, you know, uh, it seems like in America there's a stigma attached with, with tofu, but we just eat it like, we love it. All sorts of different which ways.
3: Does it taste different there? Or is it, or is it like, I mean, when yeah. I think of tofu, it's like the little white plastic cartons exactly. and like that. But is, it, is well, that just like a narrow
2: yeah we're a little deprived okay. um i mean basically it's 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 like cheese you you can't just judge it by one uh-huh. type, so there's so many different ways to process it or flavor it or texturize it and so forth so it could be like stinky blue cheese, it could be like a um, fresh like mozzarella. Fermented? Or, I mean, you I can, guess tofu yeah, just aged. F- oh. oh my gosh, they have this crazy stuff called stinky tofu in <laughs> Taiwan. That's another story, but wow. uh, it's really gross and fermented. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> uh, it's good, I guess. I don't know. It's stinky.
3: <laughs> That's cool.
2: It's like the stinkiest cheese.
3: I would love to try it because I'm not the hugest fan of tofu, and there aren't a lot of to- recipes that call for tofu in the book. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, I mean, that it's still that like plastic white card. And
2: well, that's pretty creative of you because the first thing that um, maybe a lot of vegetarians come uh, think about when it comes to a main course that is vegetarian would be tofu. But yeah. here you, you really play around with fresh vegetables, which make uh, the book so colorful to look through, mm. which I'm doing right now. Um, wow, look at that black eyed pea salad with roasted squash and radicchio um but they're all sort of they're all there's a lentil dish um they're all really plant-based was that a goal of yours
3: yeah that's and that's just how i eat too um i maybe i just haven't had delicious tofu or seitan or like I'm, i've had some good stuff but it i don't know that's never really worked its way into my cooking routines yeah. I like the farmers market. I like going, yeah. I like the farmers market. I like beans and grains a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. What was the challenge, like the most challenging part? I mean, I I know that you've been cooking with vegetarian food forever, so it seems like um second hat. But uh or second hat. What does that mean? Second. Uh old hat. Old hat, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but uh, I, I find that, you know, a lot of people are trying to do meatless Mondays. I I hear this a lot. Like I try to do meatless Mondays, but I run out of I I don't really know what to do. And, you know, what What would you think is like uh, the most challenging part of avoiding meat?
3: I get over the, 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 the hang up that is challenging. I just I don't I really don't. I feel like people stopped just, and like, OK, what do I like to eat? And I use lasagna. So what's like something else? I mean. There's just, I feel like there's a vegetarian option. Like if you just turn the page from what it is that you're like your first impulse is to eat. A Hamburger. Oh, veggie burger. Oh, there's ve- yeah. And there are good, I mean, veggie <laughs> burgers a have a little, of like there's a whole book of veggie burgers. Yeah, I wrote it. And uh, <laughs> there's, um. Hot dog? You can make veggie hot dogs. That's
2: true. Bark but has even, one. But
3: even, like, yeah, sandwiches are great. Like eggs give you so many options. I love making, it. in fact, I make frittata like once a week. Pizza?
2: Um, oh, yeah, that doesn't need meat at all. Doesn't no?
3: I don't. I don't think it needs meat. Um,
2: Is there any one cuisine that you felt like? Oh, there's a pizza recipe right here. Yeah. Um, that you felt like you were like kind of leaning towards. Uh, you know, when they say I feel like it's
3: really easy to go to Italian, or, or that's sort of my. I'm I'm not Italian, but that's, that's your forte. Yeah, well, because like pasta and pizza and a like frittata are just such easy. Th- those yeah, that's where I like lean naturally. Um, I always I took a curry or an Indian cooking class when I was in London for a little, sorry, when I was in London for a little while, and um, and that I don't know. Indian spices are really fun to cook with, and Mm -hmm. I felt like I used a lot of curry and garam masala and stuff like that in this book too.
2: Nice. I just passed a page with roasted carrots that look like sausages. They're yeah, those are really good. Super caramelized and crisp. Well, that they was something I was figuring cheesy.
3: out with the book and I should have put it together before, but it's like, so these carrots, you like chop up the carrots into two or three inch pieces and you coat them in some oil and some tomato paste, they're like tomato roasted carrots and Ooh, brown sugar sure. and put them in a really hot oven so that they like burn a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, that, and you get that like astringency and then you turn it down and let them cook until they're tender. And um, that's one good trick for vegetarian cooking is like to maximize the flavor of vegetables like that high heat makes a big difference.
2: And it looks convincingly like sausages for you. <laughs> <laughs> very, very crafty of you. Um, so I, I know you picked a song. I just wanted to.
3: Yeah, I picked this band that I really have liked for a long time Sleeping States. It's right. this guy named Markland out, of, and he lives in London. And this song, I think, is called I Wonder.
2: All right, we'll be right back with Lucas Volgar. Oh so- let's eat in with lucas vulgar author of the just released vegetarian entrees that won't leave you hungry thanks so much for being here again uh nourishing flavorful main courses that fill the center of the plate so have you like you just came back from places such as idaho your hometown um also the south did you say south carolina
3: yeah, uh, North Carolina, Charlotte.
2: Okay, how did how do you think it was received out there? I know it probably like the vegetarian um, uh, contingent all came out.
3: It uh, yeah, uh, to some extent, sure. <laughs> um, it in, well, Portland and Seattle have like thriving vegetarian communities for sure, and so that was awesome. And even just being there myself, um, I had I had like one of the best veggie burgers in my life in Seattle. This place called You Need a Burger. And you need a burger. It's like you n e e d a. Clever. Yeah, um, and then you know Portland, of course, they're almost like beyond vegetarianism. Like we, I had a reading, and people got talking about a cow share, and like they were doing like a fifteen mile challenge, like only eating food within a fifteen mile radius, and it's like so vegetarianism is like so like
0: <laughs> yesterday. Egg. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, Charlotte is kind of interesting because I've had a hard time finding their where their vegetarian community is, mm. because it's, Does I mean, it the South has <laughs> such food, like customs and it's like food is, Barbecue. I don't know. How do you do yeah. that? But I did, I met a lot of people and heard that there's like, a, it's sort of fragmented down there, but mm-hmm. it's there. And then, yeah. yeah, I met a lot of pe- new people and telling me an amazing food in Charlotte.
2: And I, I can see this. I mean, obviously it's, you know, intended for all sorts of eaters, um, not just vegetarian do you think that that's um, a difficult thing to, to persuade so-called, you know, people who have not subscribed, to perhaps, to to a vegetarian lifestyle to, to try to eat um, more um, vegetarian food?
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a hard argument to refute that we need to eat less meat, just like as a society, and... And it makes a big difference just to eat, like, one or two less meals a week. And I feel like that's not actually that much to ask of anybody. Mm hmm So, um, and I feel like my book gives people a lot of options for what, um, there should be something that should appeal to you. Yeah. If, you know... I keep going back to the lasagna, but I'm like the lasagna is really good, and that's just one of those things. Where like people are like, "Oh yeah, I like lasagna. That'll be good. I like that."
2: <laughs> so you're not really like trying to like hardcore convert people, but just like you know. They, no,
3: I mean no, I'm not like much of themself, a soapbox like personality, but I, and I'm I, I'm in it for the food. I really just like vegetables. So like that's uh, yeah, that's where I come from.
2: Very very cool, and you know this is inspiring. Like uh, I, I make a lot of dumplings, but I find that it's hard to. I, I make vegetarian dumplings actually but um you know it's it can be difficult some things like i just can't get away from like how classic the meat version is oh, or sure. like yeah. how well it works together the juices like it just yeah. doesn't like kind of translate all the time but uh, i see a recipe or two here that that looks awesome uh soba noodles and mushroom ginger broth right here that sounds amazing
3: yeah that's really good i like that
2: uh, you know the classics like ramen and stuff like that. That most uh, you know uh, purists would find it very difficult to to make without meat are here really really you know completely yeah. beautifully translated.
3: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, and if you don't eat, I mean, I don't eat a lot of meat. So like, if I bet, if I tasted a traditional ramen like with a, what is it, a beef or a veal broth or.
2: Uh, Pork broth.
3: Pork pork broth, yeah. It would probably be like a shock to my (laughs) palate. But but, um, there, I mean, it is a different thing. It's sort of like what I would say about the veggie burgers. It's like you have to go into it not necessarily expecting it to taste like a hamburger that's like respected as its own thing. Yeah. And sometimes with vegetarian, especially with like vegetarian um, uh, versions of meat dishes, It'd almost be easier just to not call it, not not refer to it yeah, as, like it's, as, like, this is the meatless version of this. It's like meatless version of steak. And it's like, well, don't do that. It's yeah. not, you know, steak is steak, and this is what it is. So
2: Yeah, maybe we should just uh, give it a separate category of its own and not compare yeah, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see that. So um, did you find that you um, spend a lot less money now that you're a vegetarian than, well, I guess you have been since college. Yeah, I haven't
3: so. bought meat in a really long time for... <laughs> But, uh, yeah. And I know uh,
2: you're you're a member of CSAs. I am. Because we have... Local Roots CSA. Yeah. Bumped elbows there a few yeah. times. Um,
3: I Well, I find that I spend most of my money on, like, dairy and cheese, mm. which is shouldn't be surprising.
2: How much do you think you spend in a week, typical week of just cooking?
3: Hmm. Oh, God. I, tr- I, I probably, like, purposefully do not think about it. Uh, well... <laughs> No, so I go, I belong to CSA, and that, I can't remember what the weekly breakdown, but there's something like 14 or $16 a week. And mm-hmm. I get some vegetables there, and then I go to the farmer's market every Saturday and probably spend $20 or $25. Um, I get my milk and eggs and cheese, and that's like another $10, $15. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then I'm sure that there's like, I'll go out to eat with my friends or something. Maybe two one 100, something like that. I'm, I'm, yeah, am, I, am I like showing my terrible math skills right now? <laughs> <laughs> no
2: problem. Yeah, I'm shooting myself in the foot because people have asked me that many times. But oh. um, yeah, no, it, it's definitely modest. I mean, looking through the recipes, I can tell like kale and and spaghetti with chickpeas. It doesn't get much you know yeah. easier on your budget than yeah. like that. So <laughs> That's it's another incentive right there. Yeah. Um, so this uh, the photographs. I see. Did, are you a photographer as well? Or? I'm
3: trying to learn. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't have the background at all. I just uh, two years ago, so I, I got like a fancy camera, but mistakenly didn't get the S L S L R S L R. Oh, all right. But <laughs> it still it still takes pretty pictures. It's like a glorified point and shoot.
2: Gotcha. And I'm working on it. Yeah. So, but you made all the dishes. Like those are your hands in the photos.
3: Yeah, I styled everything. Totally and DIY. Cooked everything.
2: Very nice job, Thank you. and I know you have an event coming up. Any any other like you have a dinner event next week?
3: Yeah, for the book, um, I decided to. I wanted to do some kind of like giveaway thing, and um, last year I people had to write veggie burger haikus, <laughs> and this year I decided to host dinner party. Wait, what at my is house? a
2: veggie burger haiku?
3: I wish I had. I could pull it up on my phone. People, I I wanted. I just put it on my blog. It's like person. I'm giving away three <laughs> copies of the book to the best veggie burger haikus. I
2: like this burger. It tastes good in my stomach.
3: Yeah.
2: Let's eat more of them. There we go. That's
3: a contender right there. Somebody wrote one about, like, the texture. They refer to the texture as, like, hardened risotto. (laughs) That's, like, very creative. I don't, yeah. But that's risotto. So that's five. There, that's, like, a whole line. Um but this year I wanted to have a dinner party at my house, just invite people over. And, uh, at so the just s-
2: invite like random fans that sign up? Well, That's
3: I heard great. about, well, I actually met the founder of this website. It's called Edizens, And mm-hmm. the best way to explain it is like couch surfing, but for dinner parties.
2: All right.
3: So you set up a profile on um, on Edizens, and then you can host a dinner party and any other members. You can open it up to anybody oh, okay. and they can come or you can search other parties and you can RSVP. and It's like that kind of thing. All right. So I hosted the dinner party. That smells really good. Yeah. I um, <laughs> hosted the dinner party through Edison's and just selected the winners. And we're having it this weekend. So. You
2: selected the winners? Yeah, randomly. Oh, okay. So a bunch people signed up. Yeah, I got a bunch of RSVPs
3: to... and then I like drew the names from a hat. Oh,
2: okay. So it's a nice cozy, how many people?
3: It'll be That's eight people. That's it? Yeah. Well, cool. in, in my little studio apartment. <laughs>
2: oh, cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. We should have another one. And then another. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Maybe I can go. It'd be it fun out.
3: to do a pop-up restaurant somewhere.
2: Absolutely. What are your, some of your favorite vegetarian restaurants in the city, or if, if you in have in the any. city?
3: I my favorite vegetarian meals like Buttermilk Channel. They have a vegetarian menu if really? you ask for it. Yeah, and it's no awesome food. It's really really good. And that's um, a good idea. Yeah, every restaurant menu. should do because I think they probably just like repurpose other. You know, it's not mm-hmm. all that much extra work, but they repurpose the stuff they've already yeah. uh, made and. Turn that into vegetarian dishes, cool. and it's really good. They're they're super talented there. Um, let's see. I have. I always go to. I mean, I'm. I am a sucker for like when I go out to eat. I just know exactly what I want, and so I'll go to the same. You know, I, I can okay. <laughs> not be super creative when I'm. When you're going eat. out to eat, yeah. because
2: you're so creative in the kitchen. Well, Otherwise, yeah, sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think so. I I like Bartoto a lot. It's uh, I used to live near it, and then now I don't live near it, but it's mm. in Park Slope. And um,
2: is it a just, veggie only? It's not veggie okay. only,
3: and and Nora's Buttermilk Channel. Ooh,
2: these are good discoveries. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean,
3: I tend to f- favor the I'm I Dirt Candy. Of course, is an amazing veggie only yeah, restaurant. That's, that's in the, the East only village. one I know of. And um, yeah,
2: cool. All right, so Lucas, what is your ultimate date meal this okay, year? As this year, to last
3: year, <laughs> um, hmm, I actually didn't think about this. Well, is I think always I feel a lot more strongly where are we? With,
2: with candles or no. <laughs> la-
3: well, yeah, last year I think I said
2: um, I can't remember a burger ravioli. Okay, <laughs> uh, this
3: I don't know. I think it's important to do something that where you really excel, like no matter how complicated it is. Mm. So like. I don't know but I people have had me over for dinner or you know I've done this before you like get caught up wanting to impress people so you like choose a menu from savor or whatever and then it's just a nightmare because you're overwhelmed and your kitchen's a mess and nothing is really turning out the way Damn
2: you want.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but so I I don't know I can, I think it can be really nice just to make like a delicious omelet and salad and bread and
1: oh,
2: that's great,
3: a great like idea. crisp one or something easy. I I enjoy that kind of a meal.
2: I think a lot of people like breakfast for yeah, for a totally. date meal. Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I'll have to try that sometime. I actually have that romantic meal for myself. Yeah, for I do dinner. too. But that means we're
3: really good at cooking it. So there's like no doubt that it'll be.
2: And do you have an omelet it? in here? Does that? Yeah, there's a couple omelets out?
3: in there. There's one. I, the one I was thinking of is um, an omelet with goat cheese and onion marmalade.
2: Onion marmalade. Nice. All right. So if you have to have like five essentials in order to to cook really good vegetarian entrees pretty regularly, what would you say?
3: I'd say stock up on your dry spices. Um, and,
2: any ones in particular? Well,
3: some of my, I love like cumin seeds, like the whole cumin. I mean, oh. it, toast it and, and, and
2: then crush it.
3: I, I don't even it? crush it really. I use, I like heat the oil and then throw them in the oil. So they like flavor the oil and
2: so they pop give in a your little mouth bit. Yes, exactly. Okay.
3: I love cumin seeds and um, let's see beans and grains. Of course. Like I, I have been cooking with bulgur a lot lately. I like, um, that. Yeah. it's a I I hadn't. It's 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 a quick cooking grain, sort yeah. of like quinoa. It takes like fifteen minutes, and that I prefer something like that to like wheat berries, mm. which can take like three hours if you're I don't know if you're not lucky. Um, let's see, eggs. I always have eggs on hand. I know that um, that doesn't fall do the you know, like vegan, vegan diet, but um, right. and then. Okay, so if you, have, if you have eggs, you have beans and grains, you have cumin seeds.
2: Yeah, one more. <laughs> one
3: more. Let's see. Um, and then Love. Yeah, love, passion, <laughs> zest for culinary a life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for um, coming on air again. And uh, you can always check out lucasvulgar.com to see more about this book and where to get it. As well as the Veggie Burgers Every Which Way. Yeah,
3: and a bunch. I'm always putting recipes up on What's the What's
2: your next veggie book?
3: I don't know yet. I'm still throwing around a couple ideas.
2: Veggie Spaghetti, because it rhymes?
3: That would be cool. Yeah. Veggie Spaghetti. I, I could do a children's book. That sounds fun.
2: <laughs> can you draw?
3: No, but I can find somebody who can.
2: Uh, just draw with spaghetti mm, yeah. all over <laughs> Just use Cute. the... Yeah. Um, it'll be an animated no feature on the website. My uh iPad. I'm writing your book for you. <laughs> next. Can it be soba spaghetti too? Soba spaghetti. It's healthier for you.
3: Yeah. Cool.
2: All right. We'll brainstorm this more. But uh, <laughs> we're out of time for today. Um, check out lucasvulgar.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks to everyone at Heritage. I'm your host, Kathy Airway. Have a good one.
0: Oh, Tall. you know a man can't grow when he knows he's telling lies and he
1: hears by. he's not a man at all the following is a public service announcement from food karma to kick off the new york city meat week in style meat with a twist will bring together the best chefs and mixologists for a cocktail food pairing party on november 7th from 6 to 10 p.m at city winery Meat with a Twist features 10 cocktails paired with 10 chef selections, highlighting local, sustainably grown meats such as duck, lamb, chicken, pork, beef, bison, and ostrich. The party will launch a week's worth of events throughout the city that celebrate the slow food movement bringing sustainable meats to our tables. Again, that's November 7th from 6 to 10 p.m. at City Winery. Updates, tickets, and more information are available at MeatWeekNYC.com.